Hello and welcome to Downtime Podcast, episode 143. Today's a very yellow sky day, and I have my brother Jordan back on. Hello. Hey, what's up? I'm back. Uh, wow. California's on fire. Yep. It looks like <laughs> uh, Blade Runner 2049 outside. Y- yesterday in particular was yeah. very 2049. Yep. If you remember that one scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was crazy. I took some photos. I went outside with my camera and just took some Yeah, it's not as bad today, but yeah, it was really bad yesterday. Today is piss yellow. Yep. <laughs> yesterday was orange. Um Yeah. I I wish I could I wish the fires would just stop. <laughs> and there's well, like apparently the new fire started because of the whole uh gender reveal thing that someone have you heard about that i i saw the memes i don't know the context so there's this thing you know when people have a baby they throw a party to reveal if it's going to be a boy or a girl right mm-hmm. and usually you cut a cake and then the cake inside is either dyed pink or dyed blue depending on the gender right but right. for some people they have this bright idea of setting off a bomb <laughs> What? And it explodes in the color of either pink or blue. Okay. That's a thing, apparently. Yes. Like, like it's, it's a known thing. Uh, and someone did that in California mm-hmm. in a very dry area, and it lit a whole area on fire, and it started a new fire. Do you know what area this was in? I think it was somewhere... <laughs> I, I don't remember. Somewhere in SoCal, maybe? But okay. Yeah, like... It's a really dumb thing to do, especially in, when there's already fires going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure they've caught the people that are responsible. You know, and then, uh, yeah. Hopefully they will, uh, you know, have appropriate face appropriate repercussions. No, I I totally agree. That's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. There was a there. There's a meme on the Yakuza subreddit of like a building explosion, and it said like gender reveal party, and I was like. Huh. And I started yeah. trying to Google what it was. Yeah, that's what that's about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's stupid. Yep. Um, it's like, why can't you just get a cake? Why, why do you got to set up a bomb to show what, what gender your baby is? <laughs> All right. It was, was it like one of those things you buy at the store? I don't know. Did they it's, make it? Did I have no it? idea. But it's like, I don't know, something you put a bunch of like colored powder or something in it and it explodes when clear apparently it's pretty flammable because it lit a whole grass area on fire and it just got out of control were these people like in a field i uh, i think there was footage of it and yeah it's like a back door you know like you don't have some people live in like a grassy area and you know like right. yellow, yellow grass open field area yeah it looked like one of those areas so maybe it was like san bernardino county or something uh, <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah I okay I, I think I have to do more research yeah. before that. Um, but, well, because we're staying in, you know, there's not... We, we can't go outside for two reasons now. Before, it was just one big reason. It's like, okay, that's great. And I honestly didn't think there were going to be a lot of fires this year. And I, I mentioned that on a previous podcast. But now there are fires. It seems like it happens every year now. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, 2020 just keeps getting worse. And again, this is something that seems to happen every year, the California fires. But this, on top of everything, just makes it worse, you know? Yeah. It's... Yeah, 2020 is not looking good so far. Yeah. Um, but at least people are finding ways and things to do while, you know, we're all stuck inside, right? Yep. I mean, as long as you're being safe about it, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I started watching Cowboy Bebop because... Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, people say, have been saying really good things about it for years, and I decided to start watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen it myself, but I've heard some really good things about it. Like, I've heard uh, it's been the inspiration for a lot of different anime. Yeah. It, it was. It's in the 90s. It's from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to take place in, like, 2071. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude who directed that went on to direct Samurai Champloo. Oh, yeah, yeah, So there's, like, I could see kind of the influence there with, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, the action, I guess. Yeah, the style is kind of similar. Yeah, it's very um, noir slash western slash sci-fi, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people would say, but a lot of people would say it's, like, Firefly. I'm like, okay, cool. I haven't seen Firefly either. <laughs> I need to watch I've that. I've seen some of it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, retro-futuristic. Yeah. Where it takes place in the future of the space, but then a lot of older technology is being used. Right, right. I think that's that's the appeal that a lot of people have for it, too. I mean, mm-hmm. the game Alien Isolation is also like that, mm, where yeah. it's like, it's supposed to be, the aesthetic of the game is based on the first movie. Yeah, so it's like the like 80s slash 90s version of the future, basically. Right, which is weird because if you look at movies like Prometheus and the prequel Star Wars like trilogy movies, it's like... It was made after the the original movies, but it takes place before them. Yeah. So Prometheus has these all these like holograms and stuff. Yeah, and uh, which I appreciate about like Rogue One. You know, like I, you know, a lot of people hate on the Disney Star Wars movies, but I do appreciate uh, at least in you know something like Rogue One where they use they go back to the older aesthetic from the seventies where they're using like the plastic screens and the really low-tech digital technology to make it look more closer to the original series or the original trilogy yeah everything is like practical yeah it looks like you can actually hold stuff and the like a lot of the effects are like you know done practically or like they were hidden like there was really good cgi to like cover up a lot of stuff yeah yeah but um yeah i mean it's good so far i'm only on like episode eight Mm-hmm. So I can't really say much about it yet. And I'm sure a lot of people have already seen this show. So they're just like, oh, yeah, it's it's good. You're like, I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hard to watch everything that's good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of there's a lot of content out there. And I think this is the time to watch it. But even so, like, I get distracted. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, the cartoon because mm-hmm. it's on netflix and i'm paying for netflix but i haven't been using netflix honestly mm. uh, but i've been meaning to watch that because i know it's like a lot of modern like animation or uh, how should i put it like a lot of people are inspired by that story apparently yeah um, a lot of people use concepts and or use that as examples like i watch a lot of videos on youtube about storytelling because i you know i'm an aspiring writer mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people refer back to avatar because they're like oh this is how you write a good character arc or this is how you write good conflict between characters or right etc etc or this is how you explain magic in your world you know uh, and so i at some point i want to watch the series before netflix inevitably loses that too because netflix doesn't have everything forever unless it's made directly by them right which is the opposite and if you take the opposite which is like disney plus everything is going to live there forever yeah because it's all disney unless they decide to vault things like they used to do (laughs) but i hope that doesn't be the case i mean they it oddly enough they did they did remove some movies like one of the pirates movies is missing what okay (laughs) i don't know i don't know like they're like hey these things are disappearing from disney plus i'm like why don't you own all that stuff why is it there yeah i don't know it's i guess it's the same reason why um indiana jones 
is missing from there because Paramount owns the right the rights to the movies, exclusive streaming rights on other places. That's why they're on Netflix as opposed to Disney Plus. Even though, uh, okay. even though Disney owns Fox or not Fox, even though Lucasfilm, yeah, Lucasfilm. Um, I think it, it's also well, it's weird because well, they the they because they did there's the distribution rights right yeah and that's it, important that's where it gets complicated yeah but like the first few avengers movies are on there and those are produced by or they were distributed by paramount pictures oh yeah because before logo. before disney bought marvel they were mm-hmm. doing their own they went to other companies to produce things right yep yep and it's insane that they were able to put that on Disney Plus. I guess there was. Some... I'm sure there's more money in Marvel than there <laughs> is in Indiana Jones. Like, just being honest, Indiana yeah. Jones is a classic. It's great, but I'm pretty sure there's more money in Marvel. Yeah, with the amount of money each movie has made sequentially, like billions yeah. of dollars. Each one is like has made a billion dollars. Yeah, or yeah. at least almost there. Um, but in any case, I also want to watch or finish Air- Last Airbender. I started watching it a few months ago. Yeah, um, I'm on season two. Um, it's pretty good. But yeah, I got hard. Dis- I got distracted with other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watching other things, it's it's so hard because like everyone's like, oh yeah, you have all this time to watch all these things. And I'm like, okay, but I need to like actually sit down and focus on it. But then someone else comes out of nowhere, They're like, hey, you should watch this. And I'm like, god damn it, stop yeah. telling me to yeah, watch. Yeah, there's things. a lot of there's a lot of things I need to watch, and I've been meaning to start reading more as well. So just. There's there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there. Even when you're trapped indoors all day, there's still a lot of stuff out there to consume. Yeah, yeah. And you also need to play things at the same time. Yep, yeah. I've been doing a lot of that. Definitely. I've tried watching something and playing something at the same time. It, it doesn't work out for me because I need to be focused on one thing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I listen or, or I'll play videos on my second screen while I'm playing a game, mm-hmm. and I usually don't even remember anything from the video. <laughs> Yeah, because you're too focused on what's happening in front of you. Yeah, sometimes I'll look over and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then I just won't remember it. You know, it's like <laughs> trying to remember a dream, right? It was like yeah. at the time it seemed really real and like you were in it. But then afterwards, you're just like, I don't I don't really remember. So sometimes that, sometimes I find myself rewatching videos that I remember watching, but don't remember exactly what it was about mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it's but sometimes it's just kind of just background noise. Like I'll play a podcast in the background while I'm playing a game and then, uh, you know, Sometimes I'm not that interested in the subject, but it doesn't matter anyways. It's just kind of background noise. Mm-hmm. Have you... So I know you like video essays. Have you watched Captain Christian? No. I've, sounds shown, familiar. Yeah, I think you showed me some of his videos, but yeah. Yeah, because he goes into details about a lot of really cool things, like the differences between the American version of the 1954 Godzilla mm-hmm. movie and oh, the Japanese cool. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Check him out. Like He, he kind of slowed down in making content. But his content is like, mm, it's high quality. Ooh, yeah, Chef's yeah. kiss, high quality. Lately, I've been watching, um, it's I don't, it's Game Maker's Toolkit. I believe GMT is the, the channel. And mm-hmm. he's the guy who goes over, uh, he basically goes over the techniques and strategies used by game developers for, like, you know, making games. Like, I have no intention of, like, designing my own game or becoming a game dev I, that'd be cool if someday i get the opportunity I don't, i'm not actively seeking that out though but yeah mm-hmm. I, it's just kind of cool seeing behind the scenes of like how choices are made to balance a game or level design or how people take certain features and expand upon them in a game uh so the game is like essentially designing itself or like he'll do case studies where he takes a specific game and analyzes it and what makes it good like why why do people consider this game good or why do consider people consider this game bad uh, and mm-hmm. it's kind of cool just seeing that process and like how how that works and going to like the psychology of it sometimes talking about 
why certain things are designed a certain way to alleviate player frustration or to alleviate uh, the fact that people if people find a way to exploit a game they will like that's just human behavior like if you mm-hmm. if the easiest way for defeating a boss is to cheese it then people will cheese it right like people will hide in a corner and take pot shots at the boss until it dies if that's the easiest way and so like you know ge- for game developers it's it's a struggle to make sure that your game is well balanced and that you push players towards the specific kinds of behavior that you want and i, I don't know i find that interesting so i've been watching a lot of that channel it's funny you mentioned that because that's the whole point of speedrunning is people finding exploits in the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. And, and people then, will yeah. always there's always going to be people who do that. Who will find a way to exploit a game. And sometimes uh, game developers will embrace that. Like uh, there's in one of the games I play Warframe. Yeah. Uh, there's you know normally you can you know you can run, jump, sprint, etc. And people found that if you like jump and crouch at the same time, you could do like this weird exploit where you like go th- jump through the air faster it's just like a way of moving faster and they decided hey we're just gonna turn that into a mechanic in the game we're just gonna- it's called bullet jumping where they made it a little easier to do where you jump through the air and then if you press crouch you like launch yourself forward mm-hmm. um so yeah you know sometimes people will sometimes game developers will be like oh if this mechanic's really fun we'll add it to the game or i think mario had something like that with like wall jumping they turned it into a mechanic um right but yeah other times you know someone people will find something that's fun like another game i play destiny uh destiny 2 whenever people find a fun exploit that makes the game either easier or it's cool uh the developers will just delete it oh <laughs> bungie is notorious for taking the fun out of its own game i mean but people they're... play it anyways and i still play it like i still enjoy the good parts of it but it, it just sucks when people are like wow this is really fun or this is a cool build or, you know, like, this is a cool way to play the game. And then Bungie's like, ah, oh, we're going to balance this and remove all the fun out of it. And sometimes it's, like, not even... I get it if it's, like, a PvP thing. Because yeah. it's, like, it, it cheapens the experience. And everyone in PvP is going to use a certain weapon because they can exploit it or whatever. Um, but when it's PvE, I feel like it kind of sucks when people are using a cool mechanic. And then they just delete it. <laughs> That's... That, those are my exact frustrations with Dead by Daylight. Yeah. It's, like, you... Everything is so cool in your build, and then the developers decide to change your change how the perk works or change yeah. how the killer's perks work, and you're like, ah, shit, my, all my perks are useless now. Yep. You know, it's like, what the hell? Um, I totally, I totally feel that sentiment. Um, so, moving on to news. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go into stuff that we're playing, we kind of touched on that just now. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of news that's happened since the last time we spoke. Yep. And um, some of the highlights I want to touch on are Mandalorian Season 2. It's oh, coming yeah. out uh, next month, October 30th. They filmed all of that before COVID got really bad, right? I don't know. I believe I, they <laughs> did. As far as I heard, uh, they filmed and finished everything before COVID came out, so it wasn't really impacted. I think that's why okay. there shouldn't be a delay on it. Um, but yeah. That makes sense, uh, considering that the first season was so well received and uh, I like. I think if they did have to do pickups, I I'm hoping that. Have you seen those like giant? Unreal yeah, well, because screens. It's mostly filmed indoors. Yeah, like yeah. as much as it looks like it's outdoors, it's right? mostly filmed indoors. It's so, so it's cool. doable. Yeah, and I mean, Mandalorian's already wearing a mask, so. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's not that big of a deal yeah but i heard the batman got delayed because oh, of uh, yeah. well, covid related things i mean i could wait for that film uh he and the thing about the batman is he wears a mask covering his entire face except his mouth so <laughs> he's just <laughs> so he's just spreading covid everywhere right <laughs> yeah. just coughing on everything <laughs> he's just yeah the opposite of what batman's supposed to do yeah um but anyways mandalorian yeah mandalorian uh yeah to your point they they most of it shot indoors. If they have to do pickups, they probably did it against those giant 
like LED, not well, are they LED? I don't those remember. giant screens. We're, yeah, yeah, giant and, screens. Um, I know they use Unity. I think it's Unity. It's Unreal Engine. Unreal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Unreal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but there were some exceptions. If like you know, remember like they had a shootout in that village in the first season. With, yeah, yeah. It was probably you know it looks like that, that was a real set out, somewhere. Yeah. yeah so. looks, and you know when they're walking through the desert, sometimes it's real. Um, sometimes <laughs> it's just a big screen. When it's when it's more flat, it's probably just a big screen. Um, but if he's like climbing up a mountain, that's probably outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, without going into spoilers about any characters, because I don't think if we talk about certain characters, I think that's the kind of a spoiler. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people still haven't caught up with the first season yet. Um, so October 30th, that's one's coming out. Of course, the kid's back. Mandalorian's back. That's all I'm going to say. Because I don't, want, I don't want to say anything else because... Yeah, I I've tried not to look too much into it because nowadays... Like, you can find spoilers just by finding out what actors are going to be in something. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, there's always headlines of, so-and-so is returning. And it's just like, well, I guess that spoils some of it for me. Or so-and-so from this movie is going to be in the show. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of a spoiler. So, yeah, I've been kind of avoiding news on upcoming shows or movies just because I it's it's hard to avoid spoilers these days. Yeah, I think it's better if you just black out from that and you just go into the movie blind. You're like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. You get so hyped. I'd prefer to do that more. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited. October 30th. We got to watch it. Yep. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, Moving on to the next bit of news. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Sunshine. It's going to be like uh, Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy? Yep, yep. Just the first Galaxy, not the second one. I don't know why. They should have just put both Galaxies on there. They just wanted a trilogy-looking thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't care. (laughs) I already played those (laughs) games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're good games. I don't know, maybe, because I need more games for my Switch. I haven't been playing Animal Crossing as much, Uh and I bought a switch so i might as well get something i don't know we'll see i mean those are not bad games to play but like we've, yeah we've played though we have all three of those games we've on their respective played platforms. them to completion yeah yeah and now i'm just like i see it again i'm like okay that's cool you know sunshine at 60 frames per second that's a lot of people's dream yeah i mean cool. yeah it's cool and i'm sure they've updated it a bit especially 64 um but i, I mean it's good for people who are looking for a big nostalgia kick or People who, like a new audience, opening it up for a new audience, especially for kids who yeah. haven't been able yeah, to play yeah, yeah. that kind of thing because, you know, it's on older consoles. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure if I'll pick it up either. But yeah, I, maybe, you know, kind of mildly interested in it. Yeah, no, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I hope I hope that it does well because I, I think th- this is kind of Nintendo's testing pool to see how N64, Wii, and GameCube games do. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, Mario is going to be the headliner for that, but... I want more GameCube games on the Switch because I think that's going to be really awesome. Yeah, or it'd be cool if they remastered N64 games. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. remastered Banjo-Kazooie would be cool, but I know oh. like it's kind of tied up in a rare situation that's Microsoft-owned and whatever. But I don't know why they... Even Microsoft, I don't know why they don't remaster Banjo, the original Banjo-Kazooie. Just, just release it with better graphics. And cause I barely remember the first one. I remember the second one pretty well. Yeah. But I barely remember the first one. I'd be, I'd probably buy a remaster of that. Although it would probably be on Xbox or something. I mean, they did have the rare replay collection. I think it was uh-huh. called, and it had Banjo Kazooie. It wasn't remastered. It was well, remake is when you update the graphics and change all like the whole the whole gameplay from the ground up, right? Yeah. Remaster is when you take when a game. you take a game and then you update the graphics to oh, like they, modern. They didn't standards. really update it. They, they, it just they, looks the same graphics yeah, and everything. It's just, it's just yeah. playable on one disc with the other yeah, banjo. Yeah. 
and all the other rare games. But uh, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people want like Mario Kart 64, GoldenEye, but that's a little bit more difficult. I'm sure. Yeah, GoldenEye especially because GoldenEye is also rare, I think, mm, and also yeah. you know, James Bond 007 is also owned by was it MGM? Yeah, and then I think they licensed it to Activision. I don't know if that license expired or not. Oh yeah, so uh, that's probably more complicated. <laughs> yeah, and then there's also um donkey kong 64 but that's difficult because rare was the one that made it but nintendo had the characters oh yeah like diddy kong racing is another classic yeah also rare so yeah it's, <laughs> it's they, all tied up nintendo and, should just bought rare and but, rights yeah. yeah microsoft beat them to it yeah um so continuing on with nintendo news hyrule warriors age of calamity is coming that's out the, is that the uh dynasty warriors style uh, Legend of Zelda thing? Mm-hmm. It was announced recently. It's, uh, so in Breath of the Wild, it takes place 100 years after this whole event that had, like, uh-huh. this huge battle with, like, Calamity Ganon. Yeah. And, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild, so you're fighting in that battle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Is you know be, how it ends. Is the enemy canon? Because I know the first Hyrule Warriors was not canon, because you could play as female Link, yeah. who's not canon. <laughs> I know, right? He's not canon. I still want to buy that game. I've heard, like, really yeah. mixed things about it. Is it multiplayer? It is. Let's see, we okay, should play cool. it. Yeah, it looks cool. It's. I mean, we played Dynasty Warriors. I, I know, but... Is there a Moosey mode? Or there is. A, yeah, yes, yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's literally a Warriors Moose game. mode? I don't know how it's yeah. pronounced, but... <laughs> nah, I, just, I call it that, too. But, yeah. um, uh, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm excited for this one. I haven't beaten Breath of the Wild yet, but uh, I mean, I want to play it. It look, I mean, it looks like Zelda. Well, I looked at the the. It wasn't really. I guess it was a trailer. Mm-hmm. It was like a two minute trailer that showed not really gameplay, but like just like stuff that was in the engine, like some cutscenes and also yeah. some minor gameplay details. It looked cool. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We gotta wait for a full trailer. Yeah. And uh, it is canon because Tecmo worked with Nintendo directly. Okay. To um, make it so that you know Nintendo oversaw the whole process of the game to ensure that it wasn't just a Warriors game, that it was also linked into the uh, to the franchise okay. as a whole. So that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my last bit of Nintendo news is about the Switch. So a lot of people know that the Switch has been sold out for months now. Yep. Since the start of COVID. So uh, Nintendo originally had an order of 25 million units to be shipped. But then they bumped it up to thirty million. They added okay. five more million. So expect a new slew of switches to come in. So that's exciting. Well, yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, five million is not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Thirty million is a big number, but how many of those will be sold? We'll we'll have to see. I think all of them. Yeah. I hope all of them. I mean, a lot of people have been begging for a switch, and there's supposed to be a rumored new switch coming out. Oh yeah, the like the, uh, the updated. Say Switch Pro. Yeah, like Switch Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Apparently, Nintendo is going to release it next year because they are waiting for PlayStation and, and Microsoft to oh, the release next their consoles. Gen. It's kind yeah. of like a next gen Switch, sort of. Yeah, they're, they're not calling it that, but it's kind of what it sounds like. I mean, people are speculating like 4K or at least like. It's like the 3DS versus the DS, kind of. Yeah, guess. or like 3DS XL versus 3DS, uh, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it plays the same games, but you'll have some updated, right? Uh, higher resolution graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, because the the Switch is only 720p, so people are, people are either saying 1920 by 1080, which is probably the more like plausible one, yeah. or 4K. I don't think 4K. Because, I don't know about 4K. Yeah. I don't know if the Switch can do that, but maybe. <laughs> I think that thing would probably overheat if it was 4K. Yeah, 
who knows we'll see maybe they have better heat sinks a better processor and graphics card in there but we'll see i mean i'm i'm not gonna get it i'm pretty happy with what i have yeah we'll see but there are some people that are like i need to have the animal crossing version or i need to have this version yeah yeah i mean i bought a switch light so maybe i might consider it uh, depending on the price point and uh, i probably won't buy it right away i i'm the type of person who always waits till they work out all the bugs and stuff because yep. you know as much as you'd like to think that things would be released without issues stuff often releases broken so i'll wait I'll, once it gets released i'll wait and see if uh see if like once they've yeah basically ironed out all the all the issues yeah no that's how i feel about the ps5 because that's what i'm waiting for yeah um so another bit of news um yakuza 7 aka yakuza like a dragon is going to be released on november 13th mm-hmm. i pre-ordered it on amazon an email came in saying hey you get the day ichi edition because the character's is, name is what uh, does that come with it comes with uh like additional costumes like you can wear the the costumes of the characters from the previous games oh, okay. which is weird so is the main character a new character yeah it's a soft reboot of the series it takes place you oh know, yeah, yeah some of the older characters appear but you play as a whole new guy his name is um ichiban kasuga and the, the edition's name called is ichi. ichiban yeah and oh, the, the, the edition right. of the game is called day ichi do you get it it's day one yeah, day one so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I, yeah. okay it's like using english and japanese at the same time all right <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's it's so dumb so i'm excited for that that's coming out um ubisoft forward there was an ubisoft event today at mm. 11 50 a.m pacific time okay and they announced some some really cool things Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, modern remake. It's coming out. A full remake? Yeah, full remake. That's cool. Updated graphics. It looks like a current-gen game. I've never played Prince of Persia games, but that Same. sounds kind of interesting. So if you buy the pre-order, you get um, uh, the original skin from the first game, which is like he's like half-naked, and you get like the uh-huh. original knife and some other things. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. It looked interesting. I mean, I'm interested, but I don't know. I don't really have a big attachment to the franchise. But if they're remaking the first game, I guess this is the time to play it. Yeah, you know? I, I, I'm sure they're trying to see how interested people are, just to see if, because like, as far as I know, they haven't made like a sequel in a really long time. Yeah. So I'm, tr- I'm bet they're just trying to see how interested people are in the franchise, and then they'll probably make more games if this does well. It's, it's like the whole Super Mario 3D All Stars thing. <laughs> it's mm, like they just yeah. want to see if people are interested, yep. so that they can keep making more. Um. Uh, so another game that's coming out is called Riders Republic. It's about like biking, like motorcycle, dirt mm. biking, but also like bicycle racing, wing gliding, skiing, snowboarding, um, and uh, it's just like you know doing cool adrenaline junkie sports. And there's a multiplayer mode where there's like 50 people in one match, and you're all biking down a hill. That's Sound familiar? Cool. So it's I like feel a like battle royale. Biking. I feel like battle royale has evolved from killing each other. And like, what was it? Daisy. It was Daisy that started off that whole thing. Yeah, or like Minecraft Hunger Games. Like oh Minecraft yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I don't that. know the exact one, but I think you're right. Minecraft. Yeah. You know, let's say it's the movie Battle Royale. That's yeah, the movie Battle Royale, <laughs> and then it was the movie Hunger Games, and then Minecraft. both of which are based off of books. And then yeah. Minecraft was like, hey, we'll, we'll take that and turn it into a mod. And I think Daisy also took that. There's like a mode where there's like it was a battle royale mode. And then H1Z1. Yeah, H1Z1, and then like the uh, calling. Uh, yeah, and then eventually PUBG happened, and then that exploded. And then Fortnite, Fortnite. happened, that exploded, and then now you have like Apex Legends and a whole bunch of other smaller battle royales. And then this evolved into Fall Guys, yeah. which is basically a runner. And then you now have games that are including this mod, like this. I don't know, not a mod, like a games 
Yeah, like there's Tetris 99, like, which is a Tetris Battle Royale. Now there's Super Mario. Yeah. Was it, like, was it 30 or something like that? Because Super, Super Mario Battle Royale. 35? Super Mario 35. Yeah, it's Mario Battle Royale. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know what that entails, but I heard you, about that. So everyone starts off with level one and the original Super Mario Bros. And you okay. have to beat the game. You have to beat that level as fast as you can. And you can like f- like mess with other players because okay. you can see everyone else's screen on the sides. And then you can like send power ups or like me- you can mess up their game by selecting. So it's basically like Tetris ninety nine. Exactly. But yeah, with, but it's just Mario. Mario. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a Mario Battle Royale. Interesting. They yeah. did it. Yeah, everyone will find a way to work in. It's it's the new the new fad. You know, like yep. for, like last time it was mobas and now it's battle royales, and you know uh, I'm curious to see what the next trend will be in video gaming. Someone someone asked us what do you like Elisa and I what was what where do you think the next trend will be for battle royales and I remember saying like I think it's gonna stay here and I I think I'm I was kind of right because it's evolved there's not a melee focused battle royale like a Dark Souls uh, for Honor battle royale you know like oh, something yeah. with melee combat I'm surprised there's not anything like that. Uh, a new one that came out that some of my friends I haven't really touched my friends are playing is Spellbound have you heard about that one yeah it's like a magic yeah, yeah. third person magic battle royale is so it free like, to play right? yeah it's free to play oh, okay. and so it's cool because you use different elements and the elements can mix together if you've ever played something like Magicka it's right. kind of like that where oh. Where, like, there's fire and toxin and uh, ice. And, like, if two of two different elements hit each other, they interact differently. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool looking. Uh, I don't know if it's really for me, per se. It looks really fun, though. Uh, but I, ugh, there's so many battle royals. I've just been sticking to uh, Warzone for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I feel like you can't play it. Like, like we said, you can't watch everything. You can't play everything. Yeah, right. It's just so, too much. It's too much. Yeah, because you, you, you you're playing. Well, we'll go into what we're playing later. Um. Okay. So moving on. Still on Ubisoft. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The game oh, complete cool. editions coming out for all systems. So I mean, I'm interested. It's a it's a four player co op beat 'em up. Like, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot Switch. of those types of games now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so, very retro. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm trying to get more games on the Switch because it's easier to play with people. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, that's kind of the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they encourage. Um, So that that's interesting. Rainbow Six Siege is coming to next-gen consoles, you know, mm, PS5 and yeah, Xbox yeah. Series. Did they X. release anything about uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine? That's the thing? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. It's, what is there's that? There's a game called Rainbow Six Quarantine. So there was a mode released, I believe it was on Halloween, okay. for Rainbow Six Siege, where it's like a zombies mode. Okay. You know, similar to something like Black Ops Zombies. I didn't actually play this mode. This is just what I heard about. Yeah. I, uh, and they made a game out of that, you know, uh, where it's using the Rainbow Six characters. So you play as some of your favorite characters, like, uh, I don't know, Sledge, Lion, whoever, like, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. and, and there's like zombies and there's, and you fight zombies. And so like it uses, I'm assuming the same engine, uh, yeah. similar mechanics, but yeah, it's like a zombies mode. Um, but yeah, it's called Rainbow Six Quarantine, apt name, but I believe this was in development way before COVID. It just happened oh. to... Uh, they just happened to release a trailer like a couple months ago during you know when this whole pandemic started. Oh wow! And so yeah, that, that's a thing. But I guess but if you haven't heard about it, I guess they didn't announce anything at the no, conference. I haven't. Um, I just know that it's coming to next gen. Um, and I think this is probably the most popular Rainbow Six game ever. Yeah, like I don't really hear too much about the other ones. Like I know there's been plenty of Rainbow Six games, but sure. this is the one that's the most popular I, for sure. I mean, you think they would have like a Rainbow Six? something after that but i don't know maybe they maybe this is just because it's like their most popular esports game so they can't let it go i think they're just gonna it's one of those games where they're gonna try to make it last as long as they can 
Yeah. Instead of just releasing a new iteration. Like, that's where that's the way that most games these days, games as a service is the model now. Like, mm-hmm. Destiny 2 is coming out with an expansion in November, and it's supposed to be sort of a soft reboot of the game. Uh, but, like, yeah, they're, they're getting rid of a lot of things and adding a few new things, which is, we'll see how that works out. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's going to be still be Destiny 2, technically. Uh, but, yeah, basically, it looks like that's the, that's the way a lot of games are going. It's just... Uh, it's just gonna be a service that they're gonna try to make as much money off of as long as they can, uh, which I'm fine with for the most part. Yeah, I mean, people don't have to spend sixty dollars a year on a new release like Call of Duty. Yeah, know? like imagine if they made a Dead by Daylight two, you know, like and they just <laughs> got rid of all your progress and suddenly Ooh. here's a new game sequel. It's like that probably make a lot of people frustrated, but honestly, people would probably still play it. But yeah, it it, it just seems safer for a lot of companies to just keep keep ongoing with the same game and just updating that same game over and over yeah that's that's why that's why i think dead by daylight is not going to get a sequel because the game is doing so well right now and the developers just keep cranking out content and i think they're using it kind of in that style like you said games as a service yeah yeah because yeah. there's a ton of dlc right yeah and so like imagine someone who bought all that dlc and then they're like oh new game and then yeah. people will be like what happens to all my dlc do i get yeah, that yeah. do i get all the same characters when i play the new game you know what's interesting is they came out with uh, a new dlc like a couple days ago uh-huh. they added a new killer a new survivor but on top of that they added a graphics update so the game looks like a sequel kind of because it's all like next gen it looks like next gen graphics yeah so I'm excited about that. I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and then again, like I was saying, like even when they do release a sequel, a lot of games are still doing the like it's still connected to the like Overwatch Two. Oh God, it's yeah. just an expansion. It seems like it's just an expansion of Overwatch. It's yeah. not really a sequel, but it's just you know you slap the two on there so you can market it as a sequel, and people are like, "Ooh, new game." They shouldn't uh, have done that. They should just. I, I get it though <laughs> yeah but yeah like, like it's still part of the games as a service overwatch model and then uh uh path of exile is also coming out with a sequel path of exile 2 which is cool. the same thing it's just it's a campaign expansion so you could still switch between path of exile 1 and 2 uh and you still keep all your cosmetics or microtransactions if you pay for those which i have paid for a lot of those actually <laughs> so i'm glad that yeah but it's gonna be a new it's gonna be a new campaign and it's gonna be new skills and things involved but yeah it's i'm looking forward to that that's cool yeah no that's that's awesome. I mean, it shows that you like the game a lot to give it money, and yeah. we've talked about this countless times. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on, Watch Dogs Legion will speak will feature a special Stormzy cameo. He's like a London rapper. I have no idea who that is. Okay. But I watched it and I was like, okay, that's because you know it takes place in London, so they're like, hey, let's get a London rapper in here. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, right. Should I? I don't know, but uh... I was like, okay. I'm curious about Watch Dogs Legion, but... It looks cool in concept. Yeah, but, you know, as we know, games like that look cool, but when you play it, is it that cool? Yeah, I'll wait to see reviews and stuff, but... uh, Because I waited for the first one, and people were like, meh. I waited for the second one, I was like, oh, it's an SF. Yeah. And people were like, eh. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to play that then. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I'll I'll wait and see. But I I like... It's a really cool concept that you can just recruit different people, and it's... Uh, pretty pretty much anyone basically you can recruit anyone that you see and there's no main character which might be a flaw like might it might be harder to attach yourself to the story if there's no main character 
because it's just anyone. Uh, but at the same time, maybe that'll make you attach more because you're like, I chose this person. This is my person yeah. that I found. This is my grandma that I'm playing. You know, you can play as an old lady. And then she dies so, and you're like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know. Again, it's a cool concept. Uh, we'll see if it ends up being executed well. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that happened from Ubisoft Forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the, the biggest highlights I wanted to cover. There was, I'm sure there were other things, but um, yeah, I, I wanted to just talk about those. So moving on to the next bit of news. Fall Guys came out recently, and now they're already getting a season two, and it's medieval themed. Yep, I saw. I, I, I bought it recently, and I've been playing it a little bit. Same, yeah. And I have not we- won yet. I've gotten second place twice, Yeah, I have not won yet. I haven't won either. I have a friend who won twice in a row. Was he the one that you were in second place with? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. But he, he won twice in a row, and he won with the same game. The, the last game was that one where one person has a tail, and everyone has to chase them. Uh-huh. And every every time we play that game, like he always gets really far, or he won twice in a row. When we play oh, that game. But yeah, it's really fun though. It's really fun. Um, there are hackers though. I've run into hackers, yep. and it's some of them make it really obvious. Like mm-hmm. they just fly across the map and win. And I'm like, what's what's the point? Like <laughs> what? Like they're not even trolling you. They literally like the guy literally just flew to the end of the end of the map and immediately won. And it's just like, okay, you're not even like trying to piss people off like you're literally just doing it just to win like you're not even like waiting at the edge taunting people like so i don't know what i don't know what they're what joy they get out of that like Like, what (laughs) you don't pay for anything in the game like with real money everything is bought like with in-game currency so i i don't the only thing i can think of is they're doing one of those things where you rank up your character and get a bunch of crowns and stuff and unlock all the rewards and then you sell the account that's the only oh, thing I can think of. Oh, I see. But otherwise, like, what's what's the point? Yeah, that's. Like, well, what is the point if you're just instantly winning? Yeah, that that will get boring really fast. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. There's no skill. Yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of anti-cheat. So I hope it doesn't become a more common thing. The developers did come out and say that they do have an anti-cheat program oh, built okay, in, okay. and they detect when people are cheating. Because I've seen people like you know the hexagon level at the yeah. very end. People just float above it, and I'm like, okay, but apparently. The game developers can, like, the, they built something into the game where it detects if people are doing those kinds of things. Mm. And they said most of the time it catches them. But another part of the time, it's uh, they get their their uh, the sources from people giving them tips about other players who are cheating. Yeah, because I think you can report players. but yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... but I know it is possible, yes. Yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, it is a game you have to pay for, so there is a sort of a barrier to entry. But we'll see. Yeah, I hope it doesn't become a problem because cheating is all in any PvP game. Cheating is always going to be a problem, no matter what. Yeah, and I'm sure you've experienced that in Call of Duty. Yep, many times. Uh, it's less obvious, you know, in a game like Call of Duty because people, you know, when people can like turn aimbot on and then turn it off. Uh, but yeah, you know, happens sometimes. Yep. Speaking of Call of Duty, next bit of news is about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. What a title! Yep. It's about so the single player story is about. The you you start in the '60s and well in Vietnam and then yep. you end up in the '80s and most of the game is taking place in the '80s and um, it features like a Ronald Reagan 
uh, CGI version. Yeah. That was like their biggest focus on the trailer, at least. The, the right. thumbnail is of him. I'm like, okay, you want me to look at CGI Ronald Reagan? That's cool. In a video game, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's about like, I don't know, finding out a, who a spy is in the US government. Yeah, like a Russian spy. Something like that. And then uh, the multiplayer is, they didn't talk about something Battle Royale related, but I know it's coming. So the, the, the trailer didn't feature too many zombie stuff. In the beginning, it was just like, oh, here's the maps around the world that you can play in. And one of them was Miami. And I was, and then okay. the beginning of the trailer is like, what are we doing in Miami? I'm like, what are you doing in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. So it looks like your typical um, Call of Duty multiplayer stuff. And at the very end of the trailer, in the post credit scene of the trailer, they show zombies. And I was okay, like, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, like it's a staple of Black Ops to have zombies. Yeah, I think that's... No, it started World at War. That's where it started. And then I think Black yeah. Ops just took it and made yeah, it. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I believe... Because I bought Black Ops 3 explicitly for the zombies mode. Because uh-huh. it includes previous map, all of the previous content mm-hmm. of zombies, and as well as new maps and stuff. It's pretty fun. It's basically like its own game. Like, the zombies mode is like pretty much its own game. I don't know why they don't just release black ops zombies as its own separate game like, if you're trying to milk a franchise you could definitely do that like i would buy just the zombies mode honestly like it's just enough it's enough for me uh but yeah zombies is kind of interesting to me it's it's also interesting because it comes from a time when everything had zombies you know it, it came out true. in like what was it world of war came out in 2007 2008 and that's something yeah. like, like left, left for dead, for dead yeah. yeah that was at killing the floor yep yep the height yeah. of everything had having zombies daisy all, yeah all yeah and so a lot of the franchises are still kicking it like killing floor 2 yeah. obviously yeah, they're not still doing decent yeah yeah even though they might not be zombies they still act like zombies yeah. i was looking at uh like the the steam like top 100 games played and left for dead 2 is up there still yeah, I, I have some, like... People still play that. There's some Steam friends I have that I don't talk to anymore that every time I'm on, they're playing Left 4 Dead 2. I'm like, yeah, I'm like what are there, you doing? I'm like, as far <laughs> as I know, Valve doesn't really update its game that much anymore. So yeah. is there new content? But I guess it's the mods. Like, yeah. The modding community could create new, pump out new stuff all the time yep. if they want. And that's probably where, like, people are still playing Skyrim, probably because of the mods. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... So I imagine there's probably still some really good mods out there for Left 4 Dead 2 and people are yeah. getting content out of that. That's what happens when you give people the SDK. They just start making stuff. Yeah, I wish more games did that. Like, I'm surprised. Well, I, I won't. I mean, it's a new game. But I'd imagine at some point Fall Guys would probably create a level designer. They said they're looking into it. Yeah, that would be cool. And just have people create community maps. And then some of those people could share those. And some of those could become official maps. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that's what like games like Killing Floor and TF2 did. Yeah, it's literally like as a... It, it takes... Obviously, it takes work to develop the tools because, uh, you know, you're not just going to give them the exact tools that the developers are using. Mm-hmm. You have something specially ta- tailored towards people who are, you know, less technologically savvy with it. Um, but, yeah, I imagine it's a, it's a good investment because, again, you're getting free content for your game. And clearly with, with things like Skyrim, like, it, it, it increases the longevity of the game. So yeah. I imagine, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope they create something like that. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure they're 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 working on it. They just need to figure out how they're going to release it. Yeah, like just look at Minecraft. Like people do some crazy stuff with the mods and like create entirely new game modes with the with with Minecraft. Yeah, like that's where the whole Minecraft Hunger Games thing came from. That spun off into Battle Royale. So yeah, 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 very cool. Excited to see that. So the next two pieces I want to talk about are Nvidia released their or they announced their 3000 series cards. Oh yeah, I saw that, and they're pretty affordable. Like yeah. surprisingly affordable. Well, the first one, the 3090, starts at $1,500, $1,499 exactly. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's not, it's not 
crazy it's not crazy expensive but it's still pretty expensive yeah you know i was expecting it to be a little bit more than that yeah um it's pretty cool the 3080 is going to be 699 dollars which is a significant yeah that that's definitely much more affordable and the 3070 which i think is really interesting is going to be 499 yeah so 500 bucks yeah that's pretty good that's like about that's like about cards today still some of the cards are yeah, bucks. like I I have a 1060 still, and if I'm looking to upgrade, like 500 bucks is not that bad for, you know, a decent upgrade. Got to make sure your motherboard and CPU are compatible. Yeah, I definitely need to Otherwise upgrade you'll my. Something. Yeah, I need, definitely need to upgrade. Yeah, I mean, I'm still running on my CPU and my RAM are from 2014, and my graphics card is from 2016. I have the 970. It's still yeah. holding up. Yep. I mean, I, I can still play all today's modern games. Yep. Which is dope. Yeah. But you know, there comes a time when your computer starts to age. Yep, because games are going to get more and more crazy advanced, um, especially when, you know, like the next gen consoles come out mm-hmm. and then you're going to expect, you know, the, that are pretty high powered and you're going to expect PC games to match that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I will, I'm not like super in like, uh, how do I put this? I'm not super intent on upgrading, but it's definitely something I'm looking into. Yeah. And the, um, yeah, I mean, you have games like, uh, cyberpunk coming out oh yeah that's right and so, that's gonna have a lot going on in it yeah you know, visually so i'm wondering if my setup can handle it but i think it will be able to if i turn yeah, the graphics down. i'm sure because again like if you're a company making a game you want to cater it so that you want to design it so that it caters to a wide audience right mm-hmm. so i'm sure they'll have they've it's op- i hope that's optimized well and that uh, even on high settings, it'll run on most rigs. You know, maybe not ultra settings, but maybe at least on high settings, it can run on most rigs. Right. I'm sure there are some people that are building their setup just for that. Yeah. <laughs> to run it on ultra, which yeah. is which is cool. You know, like that. I think yeah, I, I probably definitely won't be able to run I'm it on me ultra either. <laughs> or at least on high with some medium settings. Yeah. Same. So it looks good enough. I, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like I'm not a streamer or anything. But no. Yeah. I mean, if you were streaming at the same time, then you need something a little more than that. Yeah. I, I think that's the kinds of people who buy like the the greatest stuff is people who are streaming cuz obviously yeah. if you're streaming you're you know you're you're running the game which could be a you know a super high quality game on the high settings and then you're also streaming that to the internet and you're also streaming yourself usually cuz they have like a camera you might be running other software in the background so yeah like uh i imagine streamers are the ones that buy all the latest and greatest high high quality stuff but mm-hmm. the average person you know a $500 uh, GPU is fine. You're like, hell fucking yeah. You just start playing it. You're like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is good enough for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for Cyberpunk. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, they have a good track record. Yeah. So before I upgrade any of these, upgrade to any of these cards, I'm going to have to change my whole computer. Which... Yeah, I definitely need a new motherboard, probably yeah. a new CPU. <laughs> I'm just going to wait until next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be buying a PS5 next year. I'm just going to be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, or I I will see Black Friday. Could have some good deals. Yeah, that's true. So speaking of next gen, the last piece of news I want to talk about is the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. They re- were recently announced with um, prices, and the S was, you know, leaked. What's but... the difference again? One has so, a disk drive and one doesn't. Is yeah, that... let me. Uh, I have the the specs here. So they're supposed to come out on November tenth, both of them. Okay. So the S is significantly smaller. It's like. I don't know. You know how like the size of the PS4 is like yeah. big? There's like a slim version. Yeah, right yeah. The, the the Series S is like a little bit taller than like a GameCube. 
Okay. And a little bit slimmer. With like a giant, I don't know, is there a speaker on the front? It look, maybe it's an air cooler, but there's like a giant circle in the middle of it. Okay. It doesn't have a disk drive. just has like a, a USB slot on the front. Uh, so it's all digital. Uh, it runs 1440p at 120 frames per second. Direct X ray tracing, ultra low latency. It's got a custom 512 gigabyte SSD. It can do 4K streaming, media playback, and 4K upscaling for games. Okay. So that's priced at $299. Pretty affordable, yeah, right? Three hundred bucks. It's yeah. like a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> when it first came out, yeah. yeah, that's true. So now on the other side of that, you have the Series X, which is the the giant air purifier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is, um, it's got a one terabyte SSD up to one hundred twenty frames per second, four K and eventually eight K compatible. Mm, yeah. Twelve. Well, you'll, need ter- a, you'll need a TV that runs that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, those those are for the crazy people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, 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 so what if it's 4K? If you don't have a 4K TV, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. yeah I'm just but, like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, it's got 12 teraflops of power, and it's priced at $499. That's actually not too bad either. Yeah, pretty affordable. Yeah. Um, no word on the PS5's price yet. People are still speculating. I imagine, yeah, I imagine that Xbox is doing that to stay competitive, you know? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, again, yeah. $399 is pretty cheap, so... I think, yeah, they're doing that to compete with PlayStation. Because uh, I imagine the PlayStation console might be more expensive. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm down. Um, again, I'm going to wait for the, the newer versions of the PS5 before I hop on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I personally probably won't get an Xbox because, as I mentioned before, a lot of the games are coming out on PC. Yeah, because so it's Microsoft, no so I'm... I'm probably just going to play PC games anyways. The only one I care about is Halo Infinite, and that's coming out on PC on Steam. Yeah, but that got delayed, so... Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, if we still have to play all the Master Chief game, all Master true, Chief Collection yeah. games too, so... It must wait. So, that's it for news. Now, we're going to go into stuff that we're playing. What are you playing? You touched on some I've of the stuff. I've been playing... I, a game I bought recently is Control. Have okay. you heard of that game? No, what is it? Okay, so it's by Remedy, who made Alan Wake, which I've never played, but there's mm. some there's some loose tie-ins. It takes place in the same universe as Alan Wake, actually. I lied. I actually do know this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So if, for those listening, if you've ever heard of the SCP Foundation, which oh is like God, this wait. really old, uh, like, it's like an open source uh, sort of a, uh, what do you call it, like a... A database of paranormal stuff yeah. um like not real paranormal it's all fictional um, but as far as i'm aware there's like thousands of files on like uh you know weird paranormal events right. and places and objects and people uh, can just submit to yeah it. people can yeah. Just, I, i'm sure there's someone who curates it like you yeah. know, like a moderator or whatever but yeah um but it's loosely based on that so oh, i in, did not in, know that wow. yeah so in control you're part of the federal bureau of control the fbc and you are, it's this organ, government organization, American government organization located in New York that monitors uh, paranormal events and paranormal objects. That's cool. And so you play as a character who becomes the director of the Federal Bureau of Control. And she has a past that involves like some paranormal activity and that kind of links to the story. And I'm not, I'm not really going to touch on story spoilers. I may touch on gameplay spoilers just because, you know it's hard to talk about a game without talking about the gameplay mechanics um but yeah like it's it's you get like psychic powers and you can uh you know use telekinesis and you can use like you can float in the air and do kinds of cool stuff and there's a gun like if you ever seen the trailers or 
footage this is, you have this cool like it's a pistol but it like morphs into different guns or like morphs into different modes i guess you could say so there's a you know your standard pistol mode there's a gatling gun like it's called spin mode where it's like a gatling gun and then there's a sniper mode there's a rocket launcher mode or like it shoots yeah like basically rockets or it's like a grenade launcher mode etc um so yeah you have this morph gun called the service pistol uh, or the service gun and then uh you go around this facility with the facility is pretty cool because the building itself that houses all these paranormal objects is itself like paranormal like the building itself is sort of alive and it moves around it's kind of like a harry potter building you know like okay it, it changes and rooms shift around and you'll it's funny because you'll see posters on the wall saying like can't see your can't find your office that means the room is shifting or something like that or like you can hear, hear this radio message was like if if you've noticed that your your office space has changed Simply walk out of the room, talking to yourself calmly. It'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to calm yourself and the room. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of, and it's it's interesting because it's like they don't really explain this, but a lot of the technology in the office is like old school, like old computers and old, mm-hmm. you know, uh, old clocks and like monitors and whatever. Um, and so I thought like this takes place in the 80s or something, but no, it does take place in 2019. Like you can find that through like files that have dates on them. Um, but for whatever reason, there's like posters that say avoid modern technology. So I don't know what the storyline behind that is. Yeah, maybe the building yeah, doesn't like it or whatever. So it has like this old school look, but technically it does take place in 2019 when the game came out. Uh, that and must be frustrating to work on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like people die all the time in this place. Apparently, like it's normal for people to get killed by these paranormal events. Then you have to hire someone else, and that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's funny. Like it's one of those games where the story is kind of confusing and the lore is kind of confusing. But you find it throughout. Like these files, obviously, because you know it's an old building and they use old technology. So you find files, like paper files, throughout the world, and up to you if you want to read them. But obviously, if you're interested in this kind of story then i do encourage reading the files some of them are pretty funny like uh you can go to this one like file area this one area where they store a lot of files submitted by uh like people like just random citizens of the u.s that submit files about paranormal activity and they and part of the role of the fbc is to sift through these and find which one of these might actually legitimately be uh paranormal activity and which of these are just crazy people (laughs) and so you can read some of the, the the documentation and some of it's pretty funny um, but yeah, there is a tie-in with Alan Wake. I've never played Alan Wake. I don't know much about it. Um, but it's the DLC. I, I did play the DLC that involves Alan Wake and it's pretty cool because you have to use a light mechanic, which is what you, you know, and Alan Wake is about that where you have to shine lights, you have to use a flashlight. Um, so they add that mechanic to the DLC and that's kind of cool. And I currently beat the main game, um, but I'm doing the DLC and then I'm, I'm on the second DLC, which is called Foundation. Um, and it goes sort of into the backstory of how the FBC was created and uh, how the building came to be because the FBC existed before they moved into this weird paranormal building. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm currently in that DLC and it's I'm interested in seeing like the lore and stuff like that. But yeah, if you're interested in a cool single player game, um, it's really fun. I would say one of my main complaints is the AI. Um, I wouldn't say it's bad. But the enemy AI, it's not super smart, so it's easy to outsmart the AI and avoid them. I wouldn't say it's particularly challenging, per se. So it's um, like uh, Ghost of Tsushima AI. Yeah, where like it's <laughs> only challenging because of how hard they hit you, not necessarily their mechanics. Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, it's still fun. Um, the the ally AI, so sometimes you have to like work with uh, NPCs. Um, again, they're also not that smart either. So sometimes they'll just die. Like the AI soldiers fighting with you will die. And that's usually not that big of a deal because you can deal with the enemies on your own. But there are certain missions. Um, they're, si- they're like these 
alert missions, like these missions that pop up and they're like, hey, get to this place in 20 minutes and you can uh, get some extra XP or extra rewards or whatever. Um, some of those involve protecting NPCs and I never do those because the NPCs always die because there's like these suicide bomber enemies and the NPCs do not avoid them. Like, the, 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 the allies will just like still shoot at them. Sometimes they'll even move closer to get a better shot and the, the, the suicide bomber enemies will just run up to them, explode and they just die. <laughs> so it's, just, it's not worth it doing the protection, the, the VIP protection missions. Oh my God. But yeah, yeah, like the other missions are pretty cool but yeah and it's sort of open world it's one of those it's kind of like ghost of tsushima where you can kind of explore the map um but then certain areas are locked off until you do a certain story mission um but yeah like the whole facility opens up to you and you can explore the whole bureau and there's like side areas side missions that you don't have to do um but then they give you other rewards and then there's like a main mission and the main story is pretty interesting i wish they explained more things because again it's you know supernatural and there's some mystery to it um but there are certain things that i wish they explained more of and but maybe they'll do that in the foundation dlc which i'm currently playing but yeah there's some things where i'm like i wish i kind of knew more of what was going on there but yeah hmm. uh i would give it a solid like eight out of ten like it's pretty good um so far but yeah uh okay. definitely check it out if you're interested in a single player experience I'm curious. Yeah, I need more. It's all, I don't know if it's still on sale, but it, they went the whole thing, like including all the DLC, went on sale for like thirty bucks on Steam. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's a good like 30, 40 hour game so far. Like I'm in like like twenty something hours in. Uh, that's including the DLC. Uh, so yeah, I'm like thirty something hours in. Uh, so far, so good. Very cool. Very cool. I, I'm interested. That, you mentioned SCP, and that, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 cool, and unlocking all the powers and yeah. exploring the facility because like secret areas you can find. Like if you know, you le- use your levitation ability, yeah. or you use you, like you check the map, and you're like, oh, there's an area over here, but I've never been required to go there. You can like check it out, and it's kind of cool. Cool. Very cool. Um, and you you already playing? You already touched on Destiny two and, and Warzone, which we've already exhausted. Yeah, in the past. yeah. Destiny two not so much, just because the expansion was supposed to come out in October, but now it's coming out in November. So uh, me and my friends are just kind of waiting for the expansion, not really doing anything mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then uh, Warzone, they released an update. There's a train now, um, so like it moves to the map, and you can. I don't really see anyone go for the train. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's cool in concept, but there's not really much of a reason to use the train. Uh, there's, like, okay. a couple chests on there, but you can just find those chests anywhere else anyways. Um, but they do add this thing where you can find these red key cards on the map. And those there's several secret vaults around the map. You can look them up. Like, they're, they're in mm-hmm. s- specific static spots. Uh, and if you find the red key card, you can use the, the, the key card to open up one of these vaults. And if you go inside, there's, like, a ton of, like, legendary chests with, like, legendary quality loot. And yeah, you can just use that. Um, I found a couple of those with my friends. One time, the vault we went to was outside of the circle, and so we went to the vault, and then the gas started closing in on us. And we're like, God, we spent too much time getting here, too much time inside this vault. And we had to run, and my whole team ended up dying. So we got a ton of loot. We were just decked out on loot. Oh my god! And my whole team died except for me. What? But then I ran to like revive all of them at like this, uh, you know, one of those those vendor stations. Okay. And then I just got jumped on by another a full team oh. of four people, and I was like, Ugh. so you got to be careful if you're gonna use those red key cards. Right. Make sure you know where the vaults are. And make sure that you don't take your time. Like, just be quick about it. There you go. Some yeah. Warzone one-on-one tips. Yeah. 101 tips from Jordan. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, I, I we've played our fair share of Battle Royales, so... Yeah, we, there's we always know. new battle royales. I think I'll probably stick with Warzone for now, just yeah. because PUBG is kind of... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's cool, but I don't know. There's nothing too interesting about it. It's just mm-hmm. the shooter. Fortnite, I can't really get into the building. It's just no. not for me. Um, Apex, 
does i i really like apex legends but i think the audience for it has been severely reduced so it's uh, oh, man. like like uh you know i know people who play it still and they say like it's a lot harder to find games just because there's not as many people who play That's sad. Um, but warzone you know it's super popular it's made by a reputable company that makes lots of games you know uh, mm-hmm. and uh it's a it's a known franchise you know call of duty so there's always gonna be people playing it yeah, yeah. Uh, and i like the mechanics especially like the gulag mechanic where you know if you die you get a second chance i've lately i've been winning most of my gulags oh so, nice like I, every time i die first in the game then i can just get myself back pretty easily um but yeah I, I i like it so far and i think i'll stick with it as long as they don't make any changes that make the game worse how many times have you died in the gulag uh, I don't know if I can more, count. Have you won say, more times? Than I would that? say late. Well, I would say in the beginning it was a little harder, yeah. just getting used to the mechanics. I would say now I win like at least like eighty, eight, eight out of ten gulags oh, matches. Oh wow! So yeah, that's high, that's high ratio. Yeah, especially whenever there's shotguns, I always win. I'm really good at shotguns <laughs> in the game. Uh, yeah, but shotguns aren't that good because like it's one of those games where you have to be like you know in real life a shotgun can shoot pretty far. Right. Like you could you could shoot someone from like you know like a hundred meters away or whatever. I don't know. Sure. The specifics. I don't know either. Yeah, but like shotguns in real life, like you use shotguns for hunting. Like, uh, but uh, in it's one of those games for balancing purposes. You have to be really close to people in order for shotguns to even be remotely effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I do when when I do get in those situations, <laughs> like shotguns are pretty strong and I love using them. <laughs> oh wow, you you've mastered that part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, there was a game where I got, like, I was able to kill an entire team by just using a shotgun and oh just dodging God. people indoors, and I was able to wipe out an entire team by myself, just like, just, just like, I was hiding, and then when people run up to me, I just pull out the shotgun, because, like, it, like, there was one shotgun, the Origin 12, it's, like, auto shotgun. Wow. Uh, you can down someone in two shots, and you can do those two shots, like, as fast as you can click your mouse. So you just, oh like, God. boom, and then they're gone, and it takes them, even if they have, like, a really fast-firing SMG, it takes them a long time to, like... Or uh, obviously not a long time, but significantly longer than a shotgun to kill you. Uh, but yeah, like if you're uh, in an open field and you have a shotgun, you're screwed. But like if you're in a close quarter situation, you'll just own people. With oh a shotgun. wow! Pro another pro tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but again, it just, just be very careful because there yeah. are situations where you have to be in an open field. Like a shotgun will be completely useless. Sure, sure. So don't rely completely on a shotgun. Um, but Absolutely. It is fun. It is fun to use a shotgun. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, so you're playing those. Anything mm-hmm. else you're playing? Um, I, me and my, fr- my friends and I are planning on getting back into Path of Exile. Um, we haven't played uh-huh. for a while. Um, but there is a new league. Leagues are basically like seasons uh, in Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a new league coming out. The not tomorrow, but uh, next Friday. Um, which is called Heist League, and so it's literally what it sounds like. There's a, you rob a bank, you put together, you put together a team. Ocean's you, Eleven. Yeah, and you rob a bank, but you know, like it's in a sort of gothic fantasy setting, so it's kind of cool, like steampunk okay. setting. Uh, and yeah, so you rob a bank, and you have to put together a crew of NPCs, uh, and so that's kind of cool. And and since it's been a while since we played, the game's been updated a lot. So like when we come back to it, it'll feel more fresh and new, and be like, oh, there's all these cool new things to experience. Because when you're playing a game, like a games-as-a-service game for a mm-hmm. while, and the updates are really slow and incremental, like, here's a little update here, and next month, oh, another little update, it still starts to get kind of stale, where you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, but and it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I like waiting a while, and then over time, a game gets updated a lot, and then when you come up, when you come back to it, you're like, oh, wow, there's all these cool things. Oh, this, this is new, and this is new. So, you know, I, I, it's, I think Path of Exile is going to be one of those games for me where it's like, I'll play for a little bit, then I'll take a break for a while, and then I'll jump back in when there's a lot of new stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing better than waiting, waiting for an update. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, cool. Path of Exiles on your on your list. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Any other games? Uh, that's it for now. Okay. I mean, yeah. On my end, um, I touched on Debo Daily DLC that came out. Yep. There's a character called The Blight. He's a killer. He's a dude that did a lot of experiments on himself, and so he like stabs himself with a needle, and he can run really fast. Okay. He can't attack people when you're running. You can like bounce off of walls, and then you can hit someone. It's really weird. You can bounce off a wall. Yeah, okay. you can, like run to the wall, you smack the wall, and then he, there's a there's a second delay where he like pulls up his weapon again, and then you can attack people. So when you initially start running, you can't hurt anyone, but if you hit a surface, then you can start hitting people after that. Oh, so like if you're fighting, if you're playing against him, you have to avoid walls. Is that yeah. the thing? That, that no, well, idea? if you're playing against him, you know that on his initial charge at you, he can't hurt you. He has to hit something. So when he hits something, he has to find you again. So it's kind of easy to dodge him, okay. but there's going to be people that are going to get really good. Like with really him. good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some of his perks include like if you're near any totem, he can see you. If he can block pallets from being pulled down, and it sounds pretty pretty OP, yeah, right? It sounds kind of OP. The survivors perks. I'm not going to even mention them because they're, like, really shit. Okay. (laughs) So the killer's perks are, like, really OP. A lot of people have been, like, leveling him up so that his perks appear in other killers' like bloodwebs uh-huh. so that the, the people who play like let's say like demogorgon yeah they can get his perks and put it on the demogorgon okay. so now you're using the blights perks on another character and it's like oh shit now all these perks of blocking pallets and stuff are now on other characters and it's it's difficult because you don't know if that killer is going to have those perks yeah you know? uh, it seems like sounds like standard pvp multiplayer where new thing comes out new thing is op new thing gets nerfed after everybody starts using it that's that's what i'm hoping that's what yeah. i'm hoping happens in the future because right now there's people saying oh survivors are too op and there's other people saying oh killers are too op and the, the devs are like that'll <laughs> always be the case yeah exactly, you know, exactly. You know, again i played De- destiny 2 and destiny 2 pvp is pretty popular and it's like this gun's op and then this gun's op like th- there's there's always going to be balancing issues every every season every update there's always going to be balancing yep. and always people complaining so yep. yeah and some some complaints are pretty valid like when everybody's using the same gun or the same character or the same ability or whatever yeah you're like yeah maybe this is op like this is not fun game if everybody's using the same thing yeah no and also maybe some game gameplay mechanics like in dead by daylight if you jump over something sometimes the killer will still hit you and yeah. you're like how did that happen because i was clearly like away from them yeah. And I've seen it multiple times where your, I guess your character's hitbox doesn't fully leave that space. Uh-huh. So the ki- the killer could still hit you, even if it looks like it didn't hit you. And it's like, what the heck? Like, come on, guys. Those are the things that I think they need to fix, but it's kind of difficult because it's so embedded into the system of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's probably harder to... Because it's, it's in the code. So, yeah, you know. yeah. And apparently the code is so spaghetti-based that they're, start- they're trying to, like decipher it and work with what they have but it's so like messed up so yeah. if they add an update it'll break something and they have to figure out where it broke and it's like oh my god you guys yeah <laughs> yeah picture code yeah uh, every game deals with that like uh warzone there was a there was a moment where i i didn't i wasn't playing during this time but one of my friends was playing he mentioned that they there was an update where if you drove a vehicle into a specific part of the map it would crash the entire server <laughs> oh my god so uh, they just removed vehicles temporarily for a while. Really? Uh, but they uh, they reintroduced them eventually. But yeah. Oh, okay. So every game deals with weird glitches, mechanics in the code when things get updated. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Dead by Daylight, my normal my normal gripes and complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, uh, not too much else. I mean, I've been playing Animal Crossing every day, but mm-hmm. I've noticed that my time playing it has been significantly reduced to like... 10 minutes or 15 yeah. minutes of just playing it yeah i'll probably yeah i've been playing only every other day or so uh, i'll probably jump back in when there's another like holiday event yeah thing so what next one probably being like uh 
Turkey Day. I know they do like a Thanksgiving <laughs> thing. Right. It's obviously exclusive to like North America, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do like a thanks because I know in previous games they've done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I'm waiting for that too. And yeah. in the meantime, uh, I or I pop- guess before that is Halloween. So uh, yeah, 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 it'll probably be Halloween. Probably event. next month, something yeah. Halloween related. I mean, what? Are, why are we getting all these costumes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I stopped hitting rocks. I stopped digging for fossils, and I stopped um, digging like the golden, the glowing spot on the ground. Yeah. Because there came a point where I had all these money trees, but I didn't. Yeah, I have way anything. too much money that yeah. I'm just like, I'm not even spending most of it. <laughs> yeah, and I already five starred my island. Yeah. And so I'm at the point now where, like, what do I want to do? The other day I was. One of my villagers is like, I'm going to leave. And I'm like, okay, you're the first villager I ever got. Like, one of the first villagers I ever yeah. got. You know, the ones that you start the island with? Yeah. So I was like, all right, you can leave because his house was boring. And so in his place, I got someone named Puck. Do you remember Puck from the game? Oh, one? yeah. Is he the one with the... He's a penguin, right? Yeah, he's a penguin. Yeah. And he came to my town. I was like, yo. So he's he's cool. cool. He's a jock. He's a... He, I didn't have to change the, the, the plot of land he's around because they put, like like workout stuff around the house because the original guy nice. was a jock too. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have to change anything because he's, he's still <laughs> a jock. So you get his hand-me-downs. That's cool. Um, so I got him. Uh, he came in today. So oh, that's cool. I just, I don't, I'm just like, yeah, just I need talking to check, him. I need to check on my neighbors, see if any of them are leaving. Oh yeah, I know. Right. Um, so yeah, because I stopped doing all the, the things that kind of helped propel the game, I kind of, you know, kind of started regressing on playing it, but I did manage to catch all the fish up to this point now like, so, oh, okay all the fish since release yeah yeah oh, that's cool. I, I even caught the barrel eye which was really hard to find yeah it's, I, I got one of those too like super late at night right yeah yeah it's like from 9 p.m to 4 a.m yeah. is when it appears yeah so i finally caught that i only have like two open spots on the critter critterpedia thing mm-hmm. so waiting for that i missed one of the bugs which was the cicada shell and I've, I've been telling you that i can't find it yeah still couldn't find it up until the last day Apparently, you're supposed to, like, have it rain in your town. And when it starts raining, you can find it. Oh. And it was raining on the 30th of August. Or was it, no, it was the 31st. That was a Monday. And yeah. I was like, oh, crap. And it was raining that day. And I, for two hours, I looked. And I couldn't find it. I was so disappointed. I was like, I have so many trees. And I couldn't find it. And I was just, oh. I don't know. So, that's the only, that's, like, one of the only bugs they couldn't find. And not, now I'm waiting for the other two to show up. Because I'm missing three. And then, once I catch the other two... And that, that last one, which is the shell, I'm going to have to wait until next July to get. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been doing that. Um, catch. I've been trying to catch all the... I caught all the bugs, caught all the fish, and I caught all the under... The sea, cre- sea creatures? Yeah, the that, deep dive yeah, creatures. That are available right now. Yeah. So I'm waiting until the next few months just to catch the others. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to meet Pascal every day just to, like, you know, get pearls or mermaid stuff. Yeah. Just because I want to like complete that whole set, collect to have yeah. it. I'm not gonna make it. I just want to have it. Yeah. Um. I just visit Nooks every day. I visit the Able Sisters to see if there's anything I missed. I just want to catalog things now. Yeah. Like I have too much yeah. stuff. Like my house. Like I don't have any more storage. Yep. I know, right? And so I've been trying to like decorate my island with stuff that I already have, but it's kind of hard because, you know, there's a certain theme that you want to have, but at the same time, not everything will fit that theme. Yeah, so, and you can't sell everything because some of it, if you sell it, you'll you'll you won't be able to get it back because either Gulliver gave it to you, yeah. or it was from like 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 the cherry blossom event or like bunny day event. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Like, what do you do I think, with it? I think I'm, I have too many clothes, too. Like, I keep buying clothes. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, but then, yeah. like, I'm never going to wear some of it. So Same. Like, today, I, I just cataloged all the mariachi outfits. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, or, like, this <laughs> spacesuit is cool. But then when am I ever going to wear the spacesuit? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, I don't know. I'm like, maybe I'll use it in the future, but I never use it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm just a hoarder. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah Animal Crossing is the ultimate hoarder game. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, like, trying to sell stuff. But every time I sell stuff, I buy new stuff. I'm like, I have a problem. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm at the point now where I, I play it like once every day and then I just like turn it off because I, I don't know what else to do. Do your dailies. Yeah. I, I My dailies have been significantly reduced to like checking the stores, yeah. going on the Nook app. Checking the beach. Yeah. Or like trying to get all the music by go, talking to KK Slider, which oh, happens yeah. only every Saturday yeah. or hoping that one of his tracks that I don't do you have. Do, or did you do all the fireworks stuff? I did. If you, if you go to my front yard, it's just covered with like August fireworks stuff. I don't know what to do. I with barely, it. I actually barely touched. Oh, it. if you want some of it, you can have yeah. it. Because <laughs> it's, I have so many of the fireworks that you light on the ground. I have so many of them. Yeah, and I don't know what to do with it. I'm just gonna save it until like you know, I guess winter time or uh, next yeah, summer. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there's people on like online who want that stuff. But yeah. then I don't. If I sell it, there's no point because I don't need the money, and I could just buy Nook to Miles tickets for myself if I want to find a new villain. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just. Animal Crossing is such a complicated game for me right now. It should be a game where I just chill and relax, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, maybe, I hope they add more updates with more content. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting. I mean, I'm tired of, um, what's his face? Red coming every, like, three months or whatever. Yeah, like, he, does, he barely shows up. So how are you ever supposed to get all the paintings? Like, <sighs> he rarely shows himself. I, 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 I give up because sometimes the paintings that are real are the ones I already have in the museum. So I'll just yeah. end up buying the fake one. I so, yeah, I, I buy the ones that are cool looking now because I'm like, I don't really care that much about the museum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's nothing else that I'm playing. Um, yeah, we, we've been going for about an hour. Anything else you want to talk about before we close out? Oh, well, no, I think that's it. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Jordan, thank you for coming on. Of course. If you guys want to leave us a comment or question, go to www.downtime.live. Click on the contact form. Leave us a comment or question that way. You can email us the old-fashioned way at contact at downtime.live. We'll read the um, comment or question on the podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, and we'll read that one on the podcast. Wherever this podcast is hosted, you can leave a comment or question, and we will also read it on the podcast. We have a Discord, which is available in the uh, description of wherever this is hosted. Just click on the word Discord or click on the link and you'll be able to go there. Where we talk about everything from anime, video games, movies, TV shows, music. Yeah, just have a good old jolly fun time. And uh, that's it for all the housekeeping stuff. Thanks again, Jordan, for coming on. Mm -hmm. Uh, This has been podcast episode 143. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy.